Hey everyone, welcome back to the Climb Chronicles. We live, we live. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm Pasha and I've built this platform as a way to share knowledge and backstories to some of the most innovative companies I've come across. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by the Juicy Jerk team, which is a homegrown Caribbean catering company. And we're here with the founders, Jarrell and Troy Johnson, and also part of the rest of the team. So it's Shola Johnson and Tiffany Fleck. We're gonna start off with asking our founders a couple of questions, and then we're gonna move on to see what the rest of the team is feeling and their experience with Juicy Jerk as well. Welcome to the show. Hi. Nice to have you on here. Hello, I'm Troy. I'm Jarrell. And yeah, so we're the founders behind Juicy Jerk and we've been doing this for three years now. Yeah, three years. Um, so we started in 2017. We never really saw it as a business. So when we first started, it was just like Snapchat. <laughs> a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah Snapchat for grill. Literally. Just mm-hmm. people eating some, some yeah. jerks <laughs> on a Friday night. We've all, yeah, it literally started on a Friday night. Like we've always been cooking from a young age. So like we're from the Caribbean, Jamaica, so cooking is a big part of our the culture. culture. Yeah. We've just like loved cooking as always in the kitchen. Like when it's when it's hot outside, we'll just be in the garden cooking on a jerk pan, on a barbecue jerk pan. Mm. But um, how Juicy Jerk really came about is so we kind of like realized that in the local area there was like a, a need for like good home cooked Caribbean. Definitely a gap in the market. Yeah, there wasn't a lot sure. available, so um, we kind of just ran. Especially it. not delivering. Yeah, delivered. No, even delivered now, right even now. Yeah, yeah. So that scarcity part. So basically, you guys monopolized tooting. Yeah. <laughs> <in the> Caribbean <laughs> fish. But yeah, so yeah, as Jarrell said, like we literally had a, a jerk pan. We had a, like a, a deep fryer that we bought from Argos, <laughs> and then um, those humble times, beginnings. Humble <laughs> beginnings. Literally, it was um, yeah, it was on Snapchat. So we started on social media. So literally, even so to this day, yeah. made a quick menu on notes. Mm. Put it on the Snapchat, and then yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. every Friday you just you used to post it on Snapchat, probably I think Wednesday, and just say, Yeah, get your orders in. Yeah. You're basically mum's favourite then. Yeah. Just like get, <laughs> learning how to do all of that from fresh. So, yeah, so that's that's how we started. I mean, probably doing that for about six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we've just kind of just kind of gone from strength to strength, height to height, kind trying of to yeah. diversify what we offer. And yeah, here we are today. Awesome. And how long ago was that? When did you guys start? Um, 2017, so just before summer, 2017. So it's about three years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like three years? <laughs> 30. I was expecting you guys to say, oh, no, nah, like, nah. does it feel like anything? <laughs> like, that feels like way back. It's mm-hmm. weird, yeah. Years. I think it's just how fast we've grown. Yeah. Like, we've done quite a lot in a short space of time. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why I think it feels like a lot. You a scaled lot up yeah. a lot. Mm. You scaled up a lot. Um, yeah. So that's fantastic. And, and who was your inspiration behind these recipes? Um, we take a lot of inspiration, obviously, from my mum, from mum, mm. grandma, yeah, <laughs> even aunties, with the fish. aunties, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just everyone, yeah, yeah. All, the, all the ladies, like shout out all the ladies in the family, mm. literally them. Um, <laughs> and obviously, yeah, like our culture, Caribbean is, it's literally cooking. Like food is, it's the biggest, it's not the biggest, one of the biggest things about who we are. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, our culture, who we are. You guys have come quite a long way since your origins, and we're gonna dive a bit into that. Uh, but before we do that. Would you guys mind telling us a little bit about your backgrounds or whether that's like academia or, or work and how that's kind of prepped you to become yeah. the head of the team? <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, but, um, my background uh, is retail mm-hmm. and like tech, retail tech. So most recently I was working at Apple. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're, with that company there, they're very big on like empathy, <laughs> customers' needs. So sure. they're, all, they're all about the customer. So I think we tried to 
incorporate that into the into business the brand, as well, yeah, into the brand, definitely. definitely. Customers always, right? We like, put them yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> they, they, yeah. yeah, definitely tried to make the experience personal. Mm. And yeah, I mm. think I get a lot of that from working like in retail and def- definitely at Apple because yeah. they're, they're very serious about their their customer service. I mean, it's it's literally up there, and it's the reason why they're the biggest company. One of the yeah. biggest companies I think in the world. They were even voted like, best. best I think like three, four years in a row. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows, and yeah, Jarrell definitely does bring that to like what we try to show, even like with our staff. Like yeah. we just try and have that community spirit. Really, mm. it's a family. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the ethics and morals mm. behind the company, and I think people don't really un- understand how important it is especially in catering mm. how like customer mm. services is up there it can yeah, differentiate massive, massive. Yeah, yeah. massive. Yeah. how about you you Troy? um so i left university three years ago i think four years ago three four it's all a blur yeah <laughs> it was a blur then as well <laughs> <laughs> so i studied uh media and marketing and um i've got mixed emotions about like university because it's like as we all do yeah because like i feel like it was a great experience but um i don't believe you have to go university i feel like there's a lot of especially with the younger generation like there's a lot of um pressure to like having to go university to become successful Mm. but um yeah it was good i did take a lot from it um definitely with things like running our social media like we're really big on branding yeah like we realize how big our branding is from the from the moment we started shout out sim she, um, she just design. launched uh, her own creative design company called Beloved, mm-hmm. but um, she's been with us from the start, helping us with like our menu designs, our logos, anything branding or Everything. marketing. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> Everything there. branded. But like visuals and graphics. Yeah, that kind it's, of yeah. it's massive. Like today, in today's world, where everything is so like digital, digital, mm-hmm. Instagram, fast as well. So like, fast. You need something Social, to capture someone's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like, People, so much out there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot out there. So yeah, I think. Um, yeah it's really helped with that like running social media and things like that so mm. um, great yeah. and did they actually teach you that on the course when you're actually doing something in real life in practical that's the best um yeah. experience, experience yeah. that you're gonna get yeah. For sure. but yeah that's and what better experience than what you've got <laughs> now yeah, so it's fantastic because mm. a lot of people don't realize that there are different avenues that you can go down apart from say a degree mm. and even though it's not necessarily suited to them, they just feel like they're being forced and pushed into it. Mm-hmm. And it's very like important that you keep your eye open to, to Anything, everything, yeah, basically. Definitely, definitely. But I think um, I think university is quite good in terms of the all-rounding experience. So yeah, of course. you get like a chance to work with, say, in society. So it's it must help mm. like build moving out as well. I had to yeah. move out from my house, or so yeah. even that like, independence. Mm. Shoulders leaving for university at when? Tomorrow? Mm. Yeah. Whereabouts <laughs> are you going again? Yeah, Hertfordshire. Oh, okay. Is that is that far or close? It's, it's quite, I'll say it's quite close. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not too far. Yeah. So you can Not come back close. for Yeah, she's going to come back for a bit of <laughs> Sunday dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shola, you here. Do you work with family a lot? As in, obviously, like, you're both brothers and your sister is here on the mm-hmm. team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your advice for anyone who wants to incorporate family members onto their team? Would you recommend it or...? It's, it's tough. Like, at the start, yeah, like, me and Troy, like, like, I think just... Yeah, just get once you get like all the, the emotions, and you realize that it's just strictly business. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I think you just have to try and split family time and business, business time, time yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and realize the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Mm. They are very different. And then, yeah, like I said, once you get the emotions out of the way, this is literally plain sailing, mm. which it is now. Mm. But at the start, like, you can kind of knock heads. Yeah, knock heads a bit, little bit. <laughs> I think once, yeah, 
But I feel it's, like it's um, natural. It over happens. the years, we've definitely, and this is, um, if we are going to give advice, it ought to be understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses. Mm. And I feel like not even just with like um, family members running a business, any like any, business yeah, partner, friends, or family, yeah, yeah. colleagues, just mm-hmm. when you know people's diff- um, weaknesses and strengths, it allows you to just collaborate better. Yeah. And just be more, more as a team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it stops yeah. you from putting too much responsibility on any one person. Mm. Exactly. I can imagine how like working as a family, because you guys all were there from the beginning mm. with each other, so you know what best, where people work and, and their strengths and just weaknesses. Yeah, literally learning over along the way. I can see recently you gained a bit of attention in the press as well, working <laughs> for really cool companies and yeah. catering for them. And mm. I think it's what, like Nike, BBC, Deliveroo, Big Nate, Uber as well. <laughs> so do you want to tell us more about those experiences and what are you, have been like, your favourite ones so far? Mm. Um, I'll say my favourite so far was probably Nike. Mm. Just being a big Nike fan sure. like, from a young, mm. young age. Global brand. Yeah, yeah, big, big global brand. And um, yeah, we put on a breakfast for them. What was it for? Is it for was it Black History Month? I think, it I think it's a couple of the staff. Yeah, I think year. I think even the staff. Like, so it wasn't even from head office. Yeah. That that arranged it. I think I think the staff got in touch with us. They I got think, in touch with you. Yeah, yeah. I think like so the the shop management yeah, put it yeah. out there for the team to to act being Black History Month and stuff like that to to bring something in and then um yeah we've done a done a breakfast spread for them in the morning and they had like a team huddle mm-hmm. team team talk and it was yeah it was just yeah, nice was to cool. be there and, and just experience that and offer something of our service as well. That's brilliant. I mean, growing up and, and having like wearing the apparel yeah, and then all of a sudden being approached I by... I remember the, the whole team had on our, our, our necks. Trying to rep the brand. Were you repping as well? Yeah, always. Just, yeah. How about you, Troy? What's um, been your most memorable? Yeah, as you said, we have worked with quite a few of the big brands, mm, which is really already. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm really blessed to have actually had that, that opportunity. Mm. But, um, <laughs> funny enough, I would say BBC. So <laughs> we've done a documentary... <laughs> With the BBC, yeah, um, it was called. What was it called? Made in Dagenham. Made in Dagenham. Made in Dagenham. Uh, so what it was, we had to go to Dagenham Market, which is in East London. At what time in the morning was that? So it was like yeah, six crazy on o'clock. a cold February morning. So you have to be there yeah. for six a.m. Like, so we got off about four. And then imagine just waking up as soon as you arrive. Cameras on. You like mic up, trying to like still serve, and then obviously you've got the whole camera crew there. <laughs> this yeah. was the first time me and Drew like we're quite reserved. Both of us are quite reserved. Like he. He takes good pictures. <laughs> um, we don't really, um, we're not really, like, even, even this year. To, I think this year is the first time we put our faces to the to brand, the brand yeah. But, um, yeah, so it was, like, our first experience with a camera, and it was, mm. like, the BBC. So Trust me, that's, that's You big. don't really get much bigger than the BBC <laughs> when it comes to British media. I can uh, imagine. Um, but it was cool. It was funny. It was a, it was a new experience. Very funny experience, yeah. Um, a few things went wrong. I remember the generator stopped working, but these are Oh, all, my God. These In winter things. as well? Yeah. In the winter, literally. Yeah. yeah. But it was cool. Um, well, you 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 two were there, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about that show? Yeah, I think it was it was good. It was just cold. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you Once remember. I'm cold, I'm a bit. Obviously, you just have to firm it. And yeah. It was, it was a little bit nervous, but. How old were you guys then, if you don't mind yeah. me so asking? Yeah, was it? Uh, I think it was about two years ago now. Yeah. So probably about sixteen. Oh, wow. So you had experience working with BBC from sixteen years. You have to flesh it out, you have to name drop, name drop like crazy, <laughs> literally, so literally, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, being part of the scene is a good experience. For uh, sure. 
Yeah, yeah, she says with gritted teeth. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys worked. Um, you worked with Box Park as well, and I can remember yeah. you saying that was quite. That was one of your first like experiences sending out cold emails mm. and trying again. And tell us more about what the process was like for that, because Box Park is huge. With um, Box Park, so we had a pop up with Box Park and a place called Mercato Metropolitano. Mm. Uh, both of them were like street food markets in London and this was the first time so we've come from like online delivery kitchen so that's like our the basis of our of our business model yeah. really takeaway primarily Take collections yeah so that was the first time when we thought so we we've always offered um private catering but mm. this was the first time we've done something where it's like live customer, customer facing, facing. Yeah. um at a natural pop-up so it was a new experience for us yeah even like getting into box park as you said like cold calling is like <laughs> you have to like email them yeah, like yeah. A, they they like rejected a us first time around yeah a few times a few times yeah that's literally how you have to like yeah, buy a hook or buy crook you have to buy Roll with the punches literally. yeah, yeah. Literally, we've applied for probably every if not most every street food market in london mm. we've, we've we've had a lot of no's but mm. once you get a good yes then and then once you get a good yes then it's like a, a ball rolling because exactly. foot in the door yeah your foot in car, the door. we got box park and then if we want to go again box park is have actually offered us a full-time residency so oh, that's wow. cool congratulations yeah. that. <laughs> we haven't great. taken it but <laughs> <laughs> but at least like you know exactly you, at least you know you've got it's it there. like that the offer's yeah, yeah. there if you want to take mm, it yeah, it's so on the table how long did that take i think after like a year yeah it was after yeah. a whole year yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. literally so there we go you don't ever take no for an answer no, if you want it you can't, it's go in. you can't keep going brilliant brilliant you guys have recently launched the bbf so the black british Foodies one is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that what it stands for? Tell us more about that and um, what actually made you want to create it. What kind of initiative is it? Um, so when we launched the BBFF, it was obviously what's happening in the world this year has kind of brought a shook. It's um mm. brought a lot of experiences mm. of um black people to 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 the surface. So mm. me and my brother, who are both black and quite young, yeah, we, we've yeah. experienced. <laughs> A few things over our of over our life that we obviously don't need to get into, but I feel like it kind of um, even even in with the business. Yeah. So it's like uh, just trying to break barriers. Yeah, I'd say be be the first ones yeah. and set that example really, because I can imagine how hard it must have been to kind of like push through. Of course, and we just want to share that experience mm. and just provide like services. So we're working with some really help. cool brands. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, hopefully just provide some services and help a few foodie brands who are black owned just mm-hmm. get their foot in the door yeah yeah so are you fundraising at the moment for mm-hmm. that we are fundraising mm-hmm. um so we started a, a gofundme page but we've actually moved on to try and get some corporate catering uh corporate catering, funding uh, corporate funding now yeah. so hopefully we should be getting that by the end of the year sure are you still are you still running the um the crowdfunding yeah yeah so i'm obviously going to be putting the links yeah down of course yeah, so you still can donate still can donate on go, go fund me. how far away are you from your goal um so much? we've got a 5k goal on go fund me yeah we're, we're actually trying to raise in the back a, a little bit more than 5k <laughs> so hopefully by next year bells and whistles yeah we can uh, we can have a big um a big, big budget fund yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've got some big plans for it so definitely stay stay posted Great. And so when you guys were starting off, did you fundraise or were you bootstrapping it? Oh, Juicy Jerk? Yeah. No, we started Juicy Jerk with £250. Mm. Really? Literally. So it was all from like reinvesting? Ground up. Reinvesting, wow. just making sure 
money's managed properly. Mm. Yeah. Even we were winging first it. Few years, yeah, first few we years, just winging it. it. Everything was a street back We're still then. winging it. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think everyone kind of is. You have to. Everyone's Fake it, do you make it? it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Even the people that you think have made it, it's just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so you've, you bootstrapped that and... It is, it is important to, to understand that even though people feel like they need to look for investment, but they don't realise the kind of almost repercussions of that because mm. then you're kind of giving away equity. Mm. Definitely. Like we, we, we was approached quite early. Really? I would say. And then like we made the decision not to go not to down that it. line. Because mm. yeah. we kind of wanted to know what we wanted to do yeah, as well. First and and have like, I think it felt like someone trying to take your shine off <laughs> yeah and it's stakeholder ownership and yeah. they'd be like having more of a and say then, like, when, when you say investor you think of money yeah but i think what we've learned recently is that investors have to have more than that to bring to the table it's mm. leverage yeah. as well so leverage links mm. um experience, contacts yeah. experience yeah, all that yeah you have to be very very selective yeah. because then they're, they're not just an investor they're part of your team as well of course yeah um and they'll always be like there in the back of your head kind <laughs> of thing. so they'll be belling you joining <laughs> in the fun yeah yeah joining in the but, fun um, yeah so. 2021 will definitely be looking for maybe an extra Some big money <laughs> maybe <laughs> scaling up yeah for, for, for our future plans so yeah, more information on that. Yeah, we're going to get into those future plans yeah. in a bit, but that's actually quite a nice segue. So we're going to take yeah, a bit yeah. of a break from you cool. guys and cool. we're going to go over to the rest of the team and speak to Tiffany and Shola. So, hi guys. Um, how are you guys today? Like, are you excited? You pumped? You're going uni tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Is this your last bit of like Juicy Jack before you go? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll still be doing events and stuff, but mm. obviously I've just taken a break from the kitchen. Yeah. Maybe a permanent break. <laughs> <laughs> She's left by the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, still, it's still going to be a part of me. Yeah. Way. So what are, what is your actual role with the company then? Um, my, my role at Juicy was just training the new staff, mm-hmm. just making sure that they're the level that we want and the standard that we expect from them. Okay, quality control queen. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Making a decision as well if they should be, obviously. Oh. <laughs> well, telling Jay and Choi if I think. It's a hiring manager as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <A little> very <laughs> But then obviously also just making sure if it's running smoothly in the kitchen, mm. supervising and everything, making sure if everyone is all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, great. So how about you, Tiffany? feel like you're going to speak a lot about your managerial experience. I've been there since 2018. Okay, from the beginning, basically. Mm, she joined yeah. when we was quite, quite young. Mm. I think quite just young. before that we moved to the kitchen we was at, was it Yasmin's kitchen? Okay. Cook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my role is team leader. I mean, just 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 putting it out there, like it's nothing. It's nothing big. Mic drop. <laughs> um, I was helping manage Box Park mm-hmm. and Mercado for a while. Box Park was probably one of the best things we've done. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I learned yeah. so much new skill in one month. Just in one month, <laughs> in four weeks, it was crazy. <laughs> it was actually crazy. Yeah. So, how did you hear about the actual opportunity with the company and? Like say setting up like a like a almost a full time role with these guys um, through a friend. I, w- I didn't expect like me to come so far. Yeah, and stay with yeah. the same. Yeah, I'd never have thought if you asked me like two years ago. What you'd be doing now? Yeah, you I w- <laughs> you'd have no idea. Yeah. That's how these things work though, because rather than just like applying to loads of different places, it's really good to stay with one company and kind of 
be there from the very beginning and, and watch it grow. So yeah, definitely. it's a really good position to be in. Um, have you had any similar roles before for, before GC? Have you always been into like team management, that kind of thing? Or um, The last place I worked was a bit manic, is that the word? So basically very similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, we didn't have a manager at the last place, so I feel like I was just winging it there. And then oh, when okay. I came here, there was a lot more rules and yeah. it all kind of made sense how a good business should run. Yeah. No shade. <laughs> no shade at all, but I completely understand that because you kind of need to see something from a bird's eye point of view of what it's not supposed to be like or where you kind of don't want to be. And then when you're transferred over to like a better position, then you're just kind of like a, a sigh of relief almost. Would you say, like, do you have any specific advice for people applying to roles for startups or say in the catering industry? Like, what should they look out for and what should they be prepared for? <laughs> <laughs> Stress. Um, yeah, stress. <laughs> just team management, stress, making, sh if anything goes wrong, like kind of being okay with it and rolling with yeah, the punches. Yeah, just, just go with it. I have made many mistakes, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't make them mistakes. Yeah, of course. I mean, you learn from it, you live and you learn. Yeah. And would you say that you're applying that to any current business everything, ventures? Everything I do now. Yeah. Just take the L. Get the W. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Like that. That's the slogan. So have you got any plans to start your own business at all? I'm a mobile nail tech. Amazing. So I do pedicures, manicures, acrylic nails. Are you on Treatwell or can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. Yeah. At Tipsy Nails London. Throw that in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, thanks to Darrell and Troy and Shola. That's, that's what's really made me who I am. Like, yeah. Tipsy wouldn't be anything right now with these guys nah. <laughs> that's sweet <laughs> makes you a well-rounded like, yeah. ind individual with all your experiences yeah everything has collabed if that's the word yeah so yeah great well thanks very much Tiffany mm. and Shola for your insight there and I think we're gonna round up the interview with a couple of final questions about your future plans for GC and and where you actually want to take the company over the next couple of years Cool. Um, so yeah, we've done we've done takeaway. We started started doing takeaway and what food catering, um, like big corporate catering, catering mm. stuff like that. Um, I think the next steps we probably want more like a, a sit down takeaway or sit down shop, like okay. a shop front. Mm -hmm. Next year, that's definitely on the on, on the, the on the cards. That ties in with the with the investment stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also we're doing recently we've, we've launched like DIY kits. Oh, those will really? be rolling out in the next few weeks. Mm. And so whereabouts um, can we look forward to seeing those launches? What kind of shops? Uh, so the DIY oh, kits are what? Uh, they're going to be in the next two weeks, mm -hmm. hopefully, if not um, mid-October. So you're going to be able to order those from our website. Straight from the website. So you can be, be able to cook some of our, yeah. our favourites in the, in the comfort of your own house. You Guys. can pretend that if you have like a dinner party or something, you can pretend that you cook some. <laughs> some you Everything from scratch. Some, yeah, some Everything from food. scratch, yeah. All the seasoning and all of that in one. Is it sachets? How does that work? Or? So it comes vacuum sealed. So you'd mm, have chilled. like a, yeah, chilled and vacuum sealed. You'd have your, your chicken seasoned. Oh, and then so you'll actually actual. cook that. You can put yeah. that on your barbecue. You can put okay. that in your oven. Mm. And then you have like the, the sauces. mixtures, sauces. Even mac and cheese. Festival, mac and cheese. So yeah. literally, and it's, and it's great for people that can't, uh, be within our radius at the moment, like yeah. every radius, so mm -hmm. can, a bit further out, we'll be able to get your hands on some juicy jerk. 
Yeah, so you're currently delivering in Teeting. Yeah. And is that through um, your app? Yeah, Uber Eats, um, Deliveroo. Yeah. And recently we were on Flipdish. Yeah, so yeah that's our own app. It's our own app there that we're going to be oh, launching great. soon. That's just collection at the moment, but hopefully looking to incorporate delivery as well on there as well. Oh, great. Well, it looks like you've got some amazing, exciting stuff for us <laughs> in the future. And I think we're going to really look forward to those at home kits anyway. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to the mac and cheese, to be honest. I think that concludes today's episode. And again, a massive thank you to you guys for coming over and being with us today. Best of luck with your university oh, experience you. and freshers <laughs> week as well. Where can we find you? The best way to find us is probably through our website at the moment yeah. or Instagram. That's probably our most active social media platform. Um, but yeah, we are going to have like a really big brand relaunch soon. So hopefully maybe some exciting things on that soon. Absolutely, and that's all going to be revealed on your Insta, right? Yeah, definitely. Everything on Instagram, all the announcements, so just keep an eye on Insta. Great, so we're going to link it in the description below. And again, you can keep up to date with the Climb Chronicles on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and occasionally YouTube when our guests aren't as camera shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as always, if you have any feedback or you know who you want to see next, please do make sure to leave a comment, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cool, thank you very much.